Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, Akil here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how difficult trading actually is. And I don't mean to scare you. I don't want to push you away from trading. You guys know I'm all about motivation, empowerment, encouragement, but I don't want you operating under a false sense of reality. And unfortunately, a lot of traders do that. And a lot of traders quit before they have the chance to be successful because of that very reason. So bear with me on this. But The conversation starter, I guess the idea started with a few things. Uh, I've had a few conversations recently with traders I've known for a little bit, just kind of catching up and talking about their success. You know, one guy just got funded after seven years of trading, right? He wasn't trying for seven years to get funded, but decided to kind of take the next step in his journey. So that was pretty cool. Another trader has been trading uh, also for seven years, which is kind of cool and was reaching out for just some more advice, kind of staying sharp. And the conversations we had, specifically with one of these traders, kind of focused on, you know, unrealistic goals. And I shouldn't say unrealistic. I don't I don't want to crush anyone's goals, but goals that aren't the norm, having perhaps too high of expectations, in my opinion. And we see this from a lot of people. Right. I get a, a, a lot of negative reaction on the Internet from newer traders when they first meet me because I don't tell them what they want to hear. I tell them something different than what they've been hearing on whatever social media platform they're active on. And then all of a sudden they kind of think I'm the bad guy. Now, the funny thing is, is they always come back years later and they're like, man, I re-listened to your message. I've gone through this experiences and dude, you were right the entire time. And, you know, I've been doing this for 16 years or so. And I started off like many of you with the same aspirations, the same goals, the same kind of thought process about trading. And over time, right, the the harsh lessons have molded me into the person I am today. And my goal, especially with this Trading Coach podcast and the other stuff I do online, is to share a few my journey, share a few my lessons, and hopefully I'll be able to mold you quicker than what it took to mold me. But I'll get back to that a little bit later about expectations, but I want to talk about how hard trading is and a good analogy, a good comparison. And this weekend I've been watching the British Open and I was talking to a buddy of mine after day one, I think uh, Roy McIlroy was in first place and we were like, man, wasn't he supposed to be the next Tiger Woods? Wasn't he supposed to be the next great thing? And he's won tournaments, but he hasn't won a major, I think since like 2014. And he's a really good player. And it just shows you, you know, it proves how difficult any sport is, but how difficult golf is. And I started thinking more and more about golf because I once attempted to play golf as well, right? When I first um, got into trading and I was growing my business, trying to get into money management and whatnot, 
I started taking golf very seriously because I was always told that most business deals are done on the golf course. So I said, hey, you know, get good at golf. I can, what is it, rub shoulders and brush elbows? I don't know if I have that the right way. Maybe that's weird. Maybe it's not. But I can meet people that can eventually become my clients. I can grow my money management business and ultimately make myself a lot of money, right? That was the goal back then. So I, I took up golf and like any former athlete, I'm very confident in everything I do. And I, I thought I would be great. And I sucked, right? I was the worst. I was horrible. I, I stopped counting at eight because, you know, I just picked the ball up and went after that my first time playing. But on my final hole, I got a birdie, hit a beautiful tee shot, landed right by the hole, didn't blow the putt, got a birdie and everyone went wild and everyone's going crazy. Like a kill, you know, it's a birdie. Like, like, you know, people around me didn't really get a lot of birdies, right? We tried to, if we get a par, that's kind of like a birdie and a birdie for you guys who are unfamiliar with golf is you, you basically beat the, the score in which they think you're supposed to get on the hole. And despite the other 17 holes, which completely sucked, the only thing that was stuck in my mind was I got this birdie. I'm awesome. And you see this with traders a lot. Traders do a lot of bad things. They lose all the time. They make so many dumb decisions, but they have that one good trade that makes them profit. And all of a sudden, they've got the market's master, right? Have you guys been there? Have you done a lot of bad things only to have that one trade that runs and you're like, yeah, this is it. It's all going to be good from now on. And that's what I thought about golf as well. And it wasn't. I went back to doing dumb stuff and, and I was pretty bad. Same thing in trading. You have that one big trade and you usually blow all that profit a few days later as you go back into the market and you get faced with humble pie and a slice of reality. And the thing about golf is this, right? Golf is so difficult mainly because it requires consistency, right? Trading is so difficult because it mainly requires consistency. What you do one time really doesn't make that much of a difference, right? In trading and, and in golf. And when I was talking to this trader, I think he overheard a, um, a Trader Coffee Break episode that Jason and I did where Jason, we were talking about return on investments and false expectations and stuff like that. And Jason said that, hey, man, if you're making 20% a month, right, give me your number. I'll write you a check for whatever you want to manage my account because that is amazing. And I think the biggest misconception that traders have when it comes to this is when they hear something like, hey, if you're making 20% a month, they think that's a one-time thing. They think that means, hey, if I can make 20% a month once, that's awesome. But fact of the matter is 20% once means completely nothing, right? Trading, it's not about what you've done in the past, it's about what you're currently doing, right? Same thing with sports. It's not about what you've done you know, five years ago. It's about what you're doing now if you want to stay on the team. And you think about what you want to use trading as, right? You want to use trading as uh, an outlet, right? Something that you can use to supplement your income, something that you can use to grow an investment account, something that you can use to get funded, something that you can use to quit your job and, 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 and do it full time, right? Whatever you want to use it for, you're going to have to be consistent with it if you want to produce something consistent from it. So that one time big win that you got, it's good. Maybe it gives some confidence. Maybe it proves that you have the ability to be a good trader. But if you can't replicate it, what's the point? Right. What's the point about bragging about a 20 percent month once if you can never do it again? 
right? It's not going to help you in the future. So when we talk about making 20% a month, we, we gave that example of, hey, I'll write you a check for everything I have if you can do it. We're talking about if you can average 20% a month, which is an incredible return. It is something that I would classify as unrealistic. Again, everyone's different. Your, your results will show you what's realistic and what's not. But I think most people would say that 20%, well, most people that know about trading, that actually know about trading, would say that 20% a month is not a realistic expectation, right? And again, if you're new, I, I know that may be crushing your dreams, but let me explain how hard it is, kind of going back to the golf analogy, right? So in golf, you need to do a few things, right, to be just okay, right? You need to be good with the driver, right, off the tee. You need to be good with your irons for your mid-range shots and your short game. You need to be good with the putter to get it in the hole, right? So if you could imagine one single hole on a golf course, you've got to get a good tee shot. You've got to hit it into the fairway, hopefully. You've got to use your irons either once or twice to get it onto the green successfully. And then you've got, a, you've got a putt either once or twice to get it in the hole. And if you do all of this, if you have a good drive to the fairway, if you have a good hit with your iron to get it onto the, uh, the green, and if it takes you two putts to get it into the hole, you've done it in four strokes. And the majority of holes are called uh, par four, meaning that you're supposed to get there in four strokes or four hits of the ball. So you do everything good, which is extremely hard to do all of that good without error and making, without making any mistakes, but you do all of that perfectly and guess what you're rewarded with? Break even. Break even. You're not even rewarded. You do all of that just for break even. So to be successful in golf, you have to do something extraordinary. You have to be better than average. You have to have a better than average tee shot. You have to have a better than average short game or mid game with the irons. You have to be a better than average putter because you've got to sink it in the hole in less shots than the expectation just to have any type of reward. And here's the bigger thing. Not only do you have to do that once, right? All of those things once, you have to do all of those things over 18 holes consistently and successfully just to have a winning tournament or a winning round, I should say. If you're playing professional golf, right? Most professional golf tournaments are four rounds. So you have to do that four times, right? Consistently and successfully. And then guess what? That's only a single tournament. You've got to do that consistently and successfully tournament over tournament over tournament over tournament over tournament. Do you see how difficult that is? There is little room for error. And what happens with most golfers is you have a good hold and you have a okay hold and you have a bad hold. You have two good holes, you have another okay hold and you have a bad one. Or you have a good round, then a bad round, then an okay round, then another good round. Or a good tournament, then a bad tournament, then a ah, okay break-even tournament, then another bad tournament, then a good tournament, right? For the best of the best of the best out there, it is extremely hard to be consistent not only in the micro, but in the macro. And trading is the same way. Trading, we have to be good with our overall analysis, the ability to analyze the price chart. We've got to be good with our directional prediction. No matter what you're using, price action, indicator, whatever it may be, you have to make the right directional prediction, right? 
you then have to be good with timing. It's one thing to predict what direction the market is going to go in. It's another thing to predict when it's going to do it. So you have to time the market right, right? Many traders will have the right prediction, but they'll time it wrong, meaning they'll enter too early or the market will reverse before they get a chance to get into the trade. So their timing's off, right? Timing has to be correct. Then you have to get into the trade the right way. What is your entry? Then you have to have the correct stop loss, right? If your stop loss is too tight, you may get stopped out before the trade has a chance to go your way. If your stop loss is too loose, well, now instead of taking a little bit of a loss when it loses, you're going to take more of a loss when it loses. You have to have the right target. Same thing, right? Your targets are too close. You're not going to get enough out of the trade to make up for those losses. If your targets are too far, the market may not get there and you may be right in everything, but you don't actually get the profit off of it. You have to do all of these things correctly on a consistent basis. Keep in mind, you don't have any over, you don't have any control over what the market does, right? There are so many outside factors. There are news events. There are natural disasters. Just the normal funky stuff. The irrationalness of the the market in general, right? You have to deal with all of that as well. So you've got to do all of that well, just to have one good trade. Then you got to do it again to have another trade and another trade and another trade. And imagine if you're taking, you know, I, I typically take about two hundred trades a year. Imagine doing this consistently and successfully over 200 trades. Very similar. You're going to have wins. You're going to have losses. You're going to have a lot of break-evens. Now, the key in both these scenarios, golf and trading, is going to come down to psychology. How do you handle yourself? It is an unrealistic expectation that you're going to be perfect on every single whole of every single round of every single tournament. It is an unrealistic expectation that every single trade you take is going to win. You can do everything right and still be wrong. So mentally, you have to prepare to deal with the negative. And negative could be break even for some. Negative could be losses, right? Negative could be pars. Negative could be bogeys. A par is when you hit in the right amount of strokes. A bogey is when you hit over the predicted or projected number, right? You have to mentally prepare for that to happen because there is no professional trader out there that will never take a loss. There is no professional golfer out there that will never have a bogey. Stuff happens. And what really separates the consistently profitable traders and the consistently successful golfers are the ones that have worked and fine-tuned their skill to the ability, to the point where they can be as consistent as possible with what they're doing. Not perfect, but as consistent as possible. But they've also fine-tuned their psyche to be able to rebound from the losses and not get overconfident with the wins. And if you can do that, now you've put yourself in a position where you're going to be consistent in your execution. When you win or when you hit a good ball, you're not going to get overconfident and change your game plan because you're a superhero now. When you lose or when you get a bogey, you're not all of a sudden going to panic and do things that you're not supposed to do because that's just going to leave you in deeper water, right? True successful traders work super hard on the skill of trading, but work even harder 
on the skill of managing their mind state. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Two great resources for working on your trading psychology are you know, any book by Mark Douglas, so Disciplined Trader, Trading in the Zone, anything by Dr. Brett Steenbarger, Trading Psychology, The Daily Trading Coach, all of that stuff is good, so check it out. Also, before you leave, do me a favor, leave me a review for this podcast. Hit the star button, five stars, three stars, whatever you think it's worth. That is a massive help in helping me grow the show, helping me get more support, helping me get more questions, and ultimately producing more topics that you guys want to hear. All right, see you.